It's not about politics, it's about football. This is a simple game. We're gonna run the ball, and we're gonna pass the ball. He's just gonna play football, really. How good of a football player are you? I just get in and try to spin it. That's all. I just love the game. It really is the best time of the year. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to It's Just Football. I'm Trevor Sikma. That is Mike Renner joining you guys on a trivia Thursday edition of the show. The series is tied. Six wins on the desk. Six wins in the chat. <laughs> the stakes have never been higher, Mike. I we know. We only got a couple more weeks of the show left. We only left. got a couple more weeks of the show left, so hopefully we don't tie. Paramount. No. I don't think well, we, we can't tie. Because well, we got a tiebreaker now. Well, oh, you're, you're saying, saying we win this week, wins. they win next week, vice versa. Yeah, because I think we might only have two trivias left, guys. Yeah. I think we might only have two trivias left, but we can't end on a tie. If we end on a tie, then we've got to do something. We've we've got to have a tiebreaker question for next week. Tiebreaker then like for a, the tiebreaker. A winner-take-all type of tiebreaker. Yeah. How so about a coin flip? We w- <laughs> mm. Boo. Bengals know a thing about that. Look at him smirking in there. Look at him. I think that's a great look idea. Look at him smirking in there, just thinking of that and getting it's it in. Real on easy show. for us from a production standpoint. It is. It is pretty easy. Let's ask Joe Mixon. Mm. We'll see what Joe Mixon says. About yeah. It. yeah, we'll get him to flip the coin. Yeah, we'll get Joe Mixon. In. We'll get Joe Mixon to come in, and he can flip the coin. We are in Cincinnati, after all. Um, Shout out to everybody who is watching this show live. Appreciate you guys getting in on it. We're going to have a lot of fun today. Not only are we doing trivia, we're going to talk about some of our favorite storylines that we're looking forward to for Wild Card Weekend. Some player performances, some team results, all that good stuff. Things that we want to see this upcoming weekend. We would love to hear from you guys as well. We'll get the production portal guys into the show now officially. Quinn, Eli, Saab. How y'all feeling today? Good, man. I don't know if there actually is a quarter in here to flip, though. We we might have to get one. We might have to get one. I don't, which who has changed anything? Yeah, I was gonna say know? I don't. I, I couldn't tell you the last car. time I've actually paid for something in change. What am I gonna have to go to the happen. bank? It's sick. I wouldn't do that in 2023. I will say uh, you are getting shoutouts for the Carhartt beanie once again, Quinn. But the Costco. Thank you. Are we are we ignoring the elephant in the room? The dopest sweatshirt I've ever seen, right there, the Costco. I, uh, oh yeah, you weren't here for uh, Dripper Skip last oh, week. Oh, is he wearing his? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. That's no, why. No, Santa Claus right. brought this yeah. for me. Oh, well, it's good. Nate says wearing Carhartt gear is wild. Are you a student? A hipster? A licensed forklift driver? No one knows. You could be all of these. Things. So someone explained to me on Twitter after this. There are two different actual Carhartt brands. There's Carhartt as we know it, as I knew it in the Midwest. That is a just workwear brand okay and then there is carhartt work in progress that is a designer brand that has licensed the carhartt logo and is more popular in europe asia markets more you know guess what buddy so we're not in europe yeah (laughs) we're in the midwest we're in the great midwest brother uh okay so what is the difference so the difference is whatever the hell is it the same company or apple is wearing they, they are I think they're different companies altogether now at this point. What are you lacking creativity to the point where we're getting used to word Carhartt? Well, it's like it, it was started in the '90s as like a like a almost like an American. I don't know. You know how like it's like a foreign brand in Europe. It okay. Would be like sure. it's like that. It was like the sort of uh, the whatever the ethos of American workwear in Europe, but like stylish. So. 
I don't know. I don't know fucking style. So we're, even <laughs> yeah, though we have a full whoa, segment, whoa, whoa. On I was it. gonna say, whoa, 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 you can't do that. We get a full segment for Dripper Skip. You yeah. can't. You can't say that. Um, Quinn, what's our question of the day to get us warmed up here? We gotta get. We gotta get good and warm. We gotta get loose. We got the competitive juices flowing for trivia. Today. Yep, what do yep. We got? Sticking with the playoff theme here. Uh, Tom Brady has 30 pass touchdowns in the AFC divisional round in his career. Who ranks second with 16? <laughs> good question. So AFC though. Oh, and to think yes. the last, yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. To think the last three years he uh, has been in the NFC. Let's think. I mean, Manning. That's crazy that he's just doubled up the. Manning was doubled up and missed the last three years. Yeah. One of which was a Super Bowl year. Manning was AFC his entire career. Elway was AFC his entire career. Mahomes has been. But like sixteen, he's only done what five years. 18, 19, 20, 21. Uh, I four think he's years. Does he have four? He's averaged four a game in the divisional round? Oh, it's just in the divisional round. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. That'd be insane. Um, oh, yeah, maybe. No, I mean, maybe. Manning's, he probably went to the divisional round, what, 12 times, 13 times in his career? Did he make the playoffs that much? I mean, I guess. I mean, from like 2000 to uh, 2009. I think this, I, the safe bets are clearly. And then with the Broncos, three years, right? Right. The safe bets are clearly Manning or Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. Because they were just always there. Mm -hmm. They were always in the playoffs. Hmm. Those, that would be that would be my two. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I'm not going to get. Manning obviously was known for not being as good in the playoffs, but still so many appearances that Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, Zach said Mahomes, but yeah, the math is kind of wonky on that one. Nate also said Mahomes, but that would be just, that would be nuts. Manning, Jack says it could, these could be Big Ben. Walt says yeah, John Elway, probably not. Phillips says Joe Flacco. <laughs> Walt says Y.E. Tittle, <laughs> probably not. Ooh, no, 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 no. Trevor, Trevor Joseph is saying Favre, but Favre's in the NFC. It's just AFC. Just AFC. It's just AFC, remember. Blink said Mahomes did have like five against the Texans, didn't he, for that comeback game? Did. But then 11 in the other three games? I don't know. I do have his overprop for touchdowns this weekend, I will say. Nice dude said Mike Glennon. Could be. I didn't think about Mike Glennon. I did, and I oh, okay. immediately you dismissed did. it. Um. Yeah, let's see. So I think it's I think it's Big Ben or Peyton. That's what I think. We don't have to give our final. Yeah. We don't have to give our final guess until uh, until the end of the show. But I think it's going to be one of those two guys. If it's a curveball one, if it is Mahomes, that is nuts. Mm -hmm. Um. Let's jump into the divisional round, though. I think that's a good transition into what we wanted to talk about before trivia, and there's some storylines that we were looking forward to. Obviously, we had the Super Wild Card weekend last weekend. We had the results. We had the player performances. It was fantastic to watch unfold. But now, what are some things that we want to see moving forward? What do we want to see in this divisional round, the results, um, what guys could potentially do? Mike, what is your first storyline that you would love to see? You're not necessarily predicting this mm -hmm. will happen. But if it did, you'd love to see it. What's the first one? I just want to see Trevor Lawrence go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Patrick Mahomes. I think the AFC right now is very top-heavy at the quarterback position. If you don't have a guy right now in the AFC, uh, you're SOL, as we've seen. Like, four of the best quarterbacks uh, in the NFL 
are in the AFC divisional round right now. I want to see Trevor Lawrence like firmly join that tier. I think, in my opinion, he has, but maybe in the public perception, he maybe hasn't earned that respect yet. If he goes for a shootout here against Trevor Lawrence, I think he will earn that. I I would absolutely love to see it. You 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 say you having the sheet going toe to toe with Mahomes. Yes. Don't think the Jags win, but I would I would I would truly mm-hmm. love to see it. That would be really cool. I mean, going into the playoffs, I was just excited that Lawrence was getting playoff experience. Yeah, I didn't even think they were going to beat the Chargers. Shouldn't have beat the Chargers if we're being honest. But I I yeah. the fact that they are here, the mm-hmm. more experienced, the better. Now Trevor Lawrence is going to Arrowhead. He's getting that kind of road playoff experience. You're going up against. A guy who is on the path to be one of the greatest of all time in Patrick Mahomes, where Trevor Lawrence wants to be going. This is a great matchup for Mahomes, for uh, for Lawrence, and I would, I'd love to see the best game that we've seen all year for Trevor. I, not just entertainment wise for the game as it's going to be, but I agree with you. I think that that would go such a long way, and that'd be a ton of fun. I'll stick with quarterbacks for my first one. I want to see another elite performance from Dak Prescott. Prescott was our highest graded quarterback last week in his win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it started off a little bit shaky. First three passes of the game, had a couple of drops, a little bit off target. We thought the nerves might be getting to him a little bit, but you could even see him in the huddle, and after those bad plays happened, he was like, all right, all right, calm down, calm down. We'll get it, we'll get it. Like, that one's on me. We'll we'll, we'll move forward with it, and they absolutely did. Four touchdown passes on the day, had a rushing touchdown as well. Cowboys just absolutely dominated. You see the elite overall grade when you take rushing and passing into account. Over 90, 90.1. Zero turnover-worthy plays, which, Mike, what have we talked about on this show time and time again with what worries us about the Cowboys? Dak turning the ball over. No turnover-worthy plays against the Buccaneers. Let's see that again this upcoming weekend. I really think that that's the only way that they stand a chance against the Niners. You see adjusted completion percentage over 90 as well. Incredibly impressive. So what a game from Dak last week. And for his own sake, I tweeted this out after the game. He catches way too much shit on social media. Yeah. Is Dak a perfect quarterback? No. Are you putting him in tier one? No. But he's a damn good quarterback, a guy that can give you a high ceiling. And people just don't see him that way just because of his faults. And I think that's unfair to him. So I'd love to see him stack another really great performance up here. I, I do as well. Um, I, I am with you on the other side of the ball there that I, I would like to see Brock Purdy just not flinch. I, I This whole playoffs, obviously Brock Purdy's getting no credit left and right from the media in terms of his performance this season. It's Shanahan. It's the weapons around him. It's the run game. It's Christian McCaffrey. It is this, that, that, besides your Mr. Irrelevant, who's playing out of his mind, averaging, leading the league since he took over in points per game as a starter. So I want to see Brock Purdy just shut everyone up and say, hey, I'm a real quarterback. I'm leading offense better than Jimmy G ever did. Mm. And, yeah, maybe it's not the most difficult task in the world to do what he's doing right now but it's something that no one else is doing in the nfl how many points per game this team is putting up so yeah i want to see brock Purdy just shut the haters up for his for his for as good as brock Purdy has been for this team and what he he has been what this team has needed him to be I, i don't think they can win a super bowl without him really showing that his arm is a part of that there's going to come a time during this postseason run, whether it's this week, whether it's the NFC Championship, whether it's the Super Bowl, when like 
yes, the supporting cast around him is still going to be good, but he then needs to become part of the reason why they are winning football games. And right now, I think he's doing enough to certainly not put the ball in harm's way. And there are a handful of throws. I'll say at least like two or three each game where you go, okay, good. He moved the sticks there. That was a nice throw from Brock Purdy. I think there's going to be a whole half of the football game, shoot, maybe even the entire football game where he is going to have a significant impact if they're going to win. And that's just the way that it is. When the competition level gets ramped up, when you go from round to round of the playoffs, they are going to need more from you. I don't think this version of Brock Purdy can win them a Super Bowl. He's got to be better. So in your, so to your point, I'll take it even further. You're right. I don't want him to flinch, but I also I want to see him take that next step because he has mm-hmm. to eventually. So that's kind of my thoughts with, uh, with Brock Purdy. My second storyline, I would love to see the Eagles look like an absolute machine again because we're all we've been sitting here over the last I'll say month you know when Jalen Hurts had the uh had the shoulder injury when Lane Johnson goes down right the Eagles didn't exactly look the same I'd love to see them look like the well-oiled machine they were I'll say in the middle of the season and this is no disrespect for the Giants but I think the Giants got their big win in the playoffs on the road against the Vikings. And this game between the Eagles and the Giants is going to be closer than some people think. Certainly the opening line was over a touchdown in favor of the Eagles. I thought that was a little disrespectful to how well the Giants have been playing. But in all honesty, I would love to see the Eagles just look like a completely dominant football team again. Because that's what they looked like for the majority of the year. And I would hate for just some injuries and some unlucky timing to be the reason why they don't get to go to the NFC Championship, why they wouldn't go to get to go to the Super Bowl. It's one of the most talented teams in the league. They have been all year long, and I'd love to see them regain their form and just put it on the Giants this weekend. Well, that's your talking point. Go out by all means, have that talk about it. I don't really give a shit about the Eagles. But oh, okay. my next one actually is the team they're playing. I want Dexter Lawrence, mm-hmm. the New York Giants nose tackle, mm-hmm. to get some fucking love from the national broadcast. I-, I want the way they talk about Aaron Donald and every time he's on the football field where it doesn't really matter what he's done, they're highlighting him. I want him to get that love because wow. he is that caliber of dominant right now. Last week was a massive reason on that final drive that they ended up winning that football game. Took over seven pressures in the game, four hits on Kirk Cousins, a 340-pound man falling on top of Kirk Cousins, played an impact in that game on multiple occasions. Obviously gets dinged with that awful rough in the passer call. That was not rough in the passer, but my God, Dexter Lawrence, give him some love. Let the people know that what he's doing at the no sack position is something we have not seen truthfully in the PFF era. Give him some love. He deserves some love. Yeah. He absolutely deserves some love. I agree with you. I agree with you. Even though I want to see the Eagles win, I agree with you. My last point, I want to see the I want to see the Buffalo Bills win. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys in the production portal. I walked in there this morning. Eli was already ready to just like, boom, clap back at me because he saw my notes in the show. I want to see the Bills win. I'm not going to be disappointed if the Bengals win. I love this Bengals team. They're a lot of fun. But I would like to see the Bills win this game, certainly for everything that went on with Tamar and the emotion that's going to be there because it was Bengals-Bills, the game that that happened. So I would like to see the Bills win this game because of that. But also, I think the main reason I would like to see the Bills win is because if the Bills win, I assume the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win. Rematch. We get a little bit of revenge. I still am. I'm not even a Bills fan. And I'm still sour over how that game ended in overtime where Josh Allen did not get the chance to win it. Change the rules because of it. And I want the Bills to get some justice. 
I think the Bills have been a Super Bowl caliber team over the last couple of years, obviously have not reached that point. I still think that they are of that level. So I would like to see them win this weekend because I would like to see them get some revenge against Kansas City. I would like to see Buffalo make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're going to have to not show your face in Cincy this weekend. I'm just going to say that. Sorry. Sorry. I'm a sucker for a good storyline, some redemption. Sorry. Sue me. So do you think the Bengals are far and away? No, actually, I have a prop later that uh, talks about them <laughs> probably losing, but I can't, I can't say that it's something I want to see. Look, I want to see him. I want to see him win for DeMar. I love that storyline. I love the feel-good story. I love the motivation there, and then I just want to see the revenge against Kansas City. I think a funnier story. Now, that's obviously a feel-good story, but a funnier story mm-hmm. would be wanting the Bengals to win to then play the Jags to win, too. To basically give like a middle finger to the NFL for not letting for how they handled the Bengals in the playoff stuff, where they're obviously because of the game getting canceled, got kind of just screwed out of all the teams. Hmm. It's a funnier story, not a, not as feel good year. Not a, not as feel goody, but yeah, you you I feel like you lean that way. I actually. lean the funnier stories. You yeah, do. That's you lean me. the funnier story. Lines. Yeah, that's just me. All right, um, Quinn, if you're still talking to me, we can start trivia. Now. <laughs> Let's do it. I was. I wasn't sure. Actually, I have a question. I wasn't sure if he walked out. If he, if he was like going to pass the mic to to Sav and like Sav was going to have to do trivia because Quinn wasn't going to talk to me. No, I, I, I have a question. So the like you you mentioned like Bills Chiefs the revenge factor, mm-hmm. and I, I really don't know this. I'm as a serious question. If you're a Chiefs fan, wouldn't you almost want to play the Bengals to For that revenge because they're yeah. They're, oh they're, sure. They're over, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, no. If you're the Chiefs, I think that you would want to. Yeah. I don't know. I think you'd be terrified of the Bengals after what they've done to you. Yeah, but I mean, no, I know, I know. What you I'm talking like just from the revenge factor, though. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Like and you're if, 0 for your last three. Like now we get them at home with a chance to maybe right. right the ship here. Right, right. And they obviously, won't, so much is on the line here. You know, regular season wins are important, but you get to beat them to eliminate them and then go to the Super Bowl. That's mm-hmm. the one that matters most. So, all right, let's get into trivia. Let's do it. Six wins here on the desk. Six wins in the chat. I think it was dominant performance by us last week. Not going to lie. A little bit. Not going to lie. Not going to shy around about it. Should we close them? We do have to close them. Right. We have, not only do we have to close them, we have to take off the watches. It's a show of integrity. Here we go. Oh, oh the toss. No, no! Oh, and it dropped. <sighs> Worst one yet. That was tough. Too juiced up this morning. He was overconfident. Did you hit the gym this morning? I did. Wow. He just, he's already got the pump. Juice flowing, yeah. That went. That went. That was. That was a. That was Brett, too far. That was a Brett Maher kick right there. That was Brett Maher extra point. Sorry, sorry. Should have been nicer about that. All right, let's get trivia going. It's all tied up. We got ten questions. A lot of them about the divisional round, so a lot of them are going to be topical. But Quinn, tell tell me what the categories are. You know better. Than me. Yeah. So same thing as last week. Going to have some playoff theme questions. Um, going to review this past week. Going to look at some uh, divisional round history, and then we're all we also have some questions that are kind of like season superlatives, kind of recapping some outstanding performances okay, from let's do it. the twenty twenty two season. You guys ready? All right. Are you smarter than a PFF grader? Let's get it going. First question: Who was the highest-graded offensive player from Super Wild Card Weekend? Was it Gerald Everett, Debo Samuel, Dak Prescott, or DK Metcalf? God damn it! I don't Debo had that mm. big play. Did he have anything else? Who is the highest-graded offensive player from Super Wild Card Weekend? The grade was ninety-one point one. Gerald Everett, Debo Samuel, Dak Prescott, DK Metcalf. 
I noticed Jack Harmon's not on this list. Is that a typo? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I was trying to think I of something clever to say, I and I, just, I couldn't. I mean, that's the point where we're at with him. Although like, he did, he did have some reps where he didn't look terrible. He's not going like, to get bull rushed like Jonah because he weighs three hundred and sixty pounds. I, I like Jack Harmon coming out because he has great feet for a guy who's that size. And again, he's not going to get bull rushed. But my God, he has not developed. He looks like the exact same tackle we saw at Clemson. I he also is playing his uh, natural position for the first time in yeah. the pros. So that helps. Which is what? Left tackle. Left tackle. Yeah. I always thought he was a guard. That's where he played back at Fairfield. I always thought he was well, a guard. Well, he has shorter arms. I always thought he was a guard. Yeah. He has, he has the build of a guard. Yeah. He has the, the game of a guard. He's got the style of a guard. He's a guard. Was it Fairfield? Where'd he go? <laughs> yeah, I think he was Fairfield. You could have said any. Are you talking high school? Yeah. You what, you could have said any high school in the country would have been like yeah yeah nice good. well he's from well, he's like ten minutes north yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Although Fairfield just not to get too sidetracked here Fairfield is like bordering on that's almost not even Cincinnati that's like deep in the suburbs yeah hmm. so all right I know who it is was the chat ready it's it's a Gerald Everett it is Gerald Everett yeah yeah uh, chat is going with. I'm not sure why it's not loading. Oh, I think they're going Dak, but I also the it's not popping up on Damn my it. chat. Yeah, they're going Dak. Okay, it's Gerald Everett. It's Gerald Everett. It is Gerald Everett. Let's go! One nothing, baby. Ouch. You gotta buy that PFF sub. Yep. Come on. I'm gonna study up. DT Dynasty, the chat champ. He's got to get the chat. Got to get the chat organized here. Fire at the PFF sub. I was a little worried about this one because um, I noticed like halfway through studying that I didn't have the no play tab selected. Oh, yeah. And so it, for PFF grades, um, obviously we grade every single play. So that includes some of the plays that don't count because of penalties. But the stats don't count for them. Right, 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 right. So you can you can toggle those no plays on and off. And it's obviously like the grade is a little bit different because you'll take out some of the plays. And so- um, That don't count statistically. Right, But right. counting the grid. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry if I didn't explain that correctly, but- uh, 1-0, let's Nerds. go, baby. Let's go. Uh, we, 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 company men. You guys company ready? Yeah. Is ready for this next one? Mm -hmm. Who's the highest graded defensive player from Super Wild Card Weekend? Kyle Hamilton, Asante Samuel Jr., Justin Houston, or Kyrie Elam? The Ooh. chat should get this. Kyrie had a PVU. I know the answer. Houston had. Houston. Houston won against Jack Harmon. <laughs> and Jonah Williams. And I was Williams. I was and shocked because I think Hamilton had the fourth fumble. I think four of the top nine. Uh, either it was either the, it was either the total pressure category or the um, pass rush win rate category. The Ravens had like four of the top nine players of all of last weekend. I couldn't believe hmm. it. Hmm. Why do we think that? I mean, the Bengals' O line was terrible last week, but still, that <laughs> no, four out yeah. of nine. Yeah. That, that was, was. That was. I was. That is why I shocked. am worried about the Bengals this weekend. Um, yeah. Yeah, this one's pretty easy though. If you. You don't even need a PFF sub for this if one. You just yeah. That. It is. You should get one though. Yeah, you should. You should get one. There's a player oh, on this the list bar. that's on the topic bar that caught three interceptions. Yeah. That I, you guys should probably I believe guess. it's the Asante Samuel. Final answer, lock it in. Stop the chat. Chat <laughs> is going Asante Samuel as well. 
Yeah, what was, that, that please, was easy. Tell me what the percentage was, please. Uh, seventy-six percent. Next closest was ten. You guys got a PFF sub. Yeah. There well you done. Go. Or <laughs> just watched a game. Or no, just or watched just the show. <laughs> or just paid attention. Uh, yeah. Basically, anytime you get three interceptions in one game, you're probably going to be the highest graded player. Um, doesn't matter what week. Doesn't matter what the rest of the league did. So. Uh, all right. Two to one. Two to one. Yep. Two to one. Next Good. question. This player led. The, Led in the wild card weekend in missed forced tackles on runs. Tony Pollard, James Cook, Rashad White, or Christian McCaffrey? Shiza. This one I do not have a handle on. This player led all of wild card weekend in missed tackles forced. As an aside, we always say missed tackles forced. Why don't we just say broken tackles? Because, like, sometimes you're not making contacts. You're not really breaking anything. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, a missed tackle, you can put your foot in the ground and make some dude, like, absolutely miss in the open field, and that counts as a missed tackle. That's still, like, breaking a tackle, though. Kind of. I asked I this question when I started tackles. here, and then, you know, I grew up. I say broken tackles. Um, I also don't know. Uh, I know this one. Okay, good. I defer. Uh, nine's a lot. Got Christian McCaffrey as the topic bar. The others were Rashad White. Um, Cook. Tony Pollard, James, James Cook, James Cook White, and Tony Pollard. Christian McCaffrey. Right, right, right. All right. You let me know when the chat is ready. I'll give it a little bit. I want to make sure people get some time to okay. get All their right. votes in. All right. They got time. Get a big fucking. Um, Tony obviously outplayed Zeke last week, and he's been outplaying Zeke all year long. Um, it feels like it's been a long time coming for that. Obviously, like Christian McCaffrey's been insane. Uh, again, another 100-yard game. Yeah. I can't remember. What were, your, what, were your, what were your thoughts when that trade happened? Like, what were your exact thoughts when that trade happened? Like what like, San Francisco they, gave up and they better win this year. Yeah, that was my thoughts because yeah. that was an insane amount to give up for one piece that may put you over the edge, but may like. But it looks like it put yeah. them oh, over yeah, the it edge. Does, it doesn't you know? put them over you know? the edge. That, that was one of those things that when, when the trade happened, I, I agree with you 100%. It's like you better have nailed it, but mm -hmm. if anybody's going to have that kind of value for you at, at it would running be, back, yeah. it, it would be Christian McCaffrey. Ready when you guys are. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm I'm 85, 90% sure that it's Tony Pollard. Chad is also going Tony Pollard. Okay, all right. All right. You guys are all smart, man. It is Tony Pollard. There it is. there it is. You know, you watch a guy absolutely destroy your hometown team, and you don't forget it. You never forget it. Hard to. Never... Is he a free agent this year? Tony? Yeah. Yeah, he was 2019 draft class, right? So yeah. it's a big free agent running back class and a big – draft running back class so yeah interesting to see if those guys get paid because you, be, you just take one this will year. be very interesting tony Barr can just stay in tampa if he wants you know he can have Leonard fournette's number i don't care uh all right what's the next one what do we got here three to two three yep. to two three to two who has the most receiving yards in the afc divisional round in nfc in nfl history julian edelman Dion branch reggie wayne or tyree kill oh, no. only 569 Interesting. Hmm. 
So Edelman. God, Deion Branch, what a great call. Edelman probably played in the Interim like, Louisville head coach, Deion Branch. He divisional. 1-0 right. in bowl games. That's true. He is 1-0 in bowl games. All right, so uh, Julian played in a ton. Tyreek. Tyreek's only played in four, but what did he go for last year against the Bills? He went for a zillion. He went for like 180 or something. Reggie. Ooh. Played in a ton. I mean, how, how, long did, what, how long did Dion play for the Patriots? I don't think that many, right? Maybe like maybe they go there like six times with him, which is still enough to – It's still enough. Yeah. Because that's not even, but you know, that's not that's – I would rank them in terms of how many games played. I'd probably rank them Edelman, Wayne, Branch Hill. Hmm. Huh. Most receiving yards in the AFC divisional round. I'm trying to think of divisional round Patriots games. Just the divisional Just like round. Edelman. You like put Edelman as a topic bar. Mm-hmm. What do we think? I mean, I know it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jeff to play again. Uh, again, like I'm, I'm eighty percent sure. Okay. I'm eighty percent sure here. Right. Um, I do think it's Edelman because right. I think the answer, I think the answer would actually be Rob Gronkowski, um, but the last three years he's been in, or the last two years he's been in the NFC. So I, uh, I, I think that that's why it flips. So gotcha. I'm gonna, I, we're gonna go with Julian Edelman here. Not that, are you okay? No, yeah, that? yeah. That's what okay, I was okay, go. okay, all right, all right. We're going Julian Edelman. For Chad is also going Edelman. Okay. Julian Edelman. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it almost had to have been Edelman or Branch just from the sheer right. volume. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, how many yeah. times have those guys been there? Uh, I, Tyreek's got to be close, though. I don't remember where Tyreek was when I was studying was that, this category. Was that Chiefs, um, the, the Alex Smith game? Chiefs Steelers. Was that a wild card game or was that a division round game? Can't remember. I don't know. Do you remember like the eighteen, the, the six field goal game or whatever? I remember that game. I, I, I don't remember. All right. I was curious if that was because if that was, then they also then he would probably have, I guess, five division rounds under his belt. Tyree. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, four to three, right? Four to three. Four to three. Yeah. All right. What's next? Who is the highest-graded quarterback in the divisional round since 2006? Is it Brett Favre, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, or Aaron Rodgers? Oh my. All right. Let me think of the game. This isn't – this there. isn't – is this single year or is this cumulative? I believe cumulative. this is cumulative. Okay. All right, so divisional round games for Rodgers. He had the Falcons – Demolition, 2010, insane game. He had the Giants game in 11. That was kind of kind of poopy. Yeah. Uh, 14, he had the Des dropped it, which I think he played well. Um, 15, he had the Hail Mary Cardinals game. Uh, 16, he had the, the the sideline Cowboys game. Jerry Cook, unbelievable performance. Um, 19, he had. Uh, gosh, what was 19 divisional round? Played the 49ers in the championship game. Who was the divisional opponent that year? Probably blanking. 
20 was Rams. Mm-hmm. Last year was Niners. Ugh. I'd still say maybe more good than bad with Rodgers. He had some nasty games in there. Like, why can't I think of 19? I feel like Favre's too reckless. Yeah, Favre, divisional round, 06. So 07 was his last Oh, I guess he had the year with the, the Vikings. But 07 was last year with the Packers. What was yeah. the divisional round? I think the divisional round was the snow game, Ryan Grant against the Seahawks. Um, 06, they didn't even make the playoffs. Um, so we would just have O. Um, we would just have 07 and 09. Russ is obviously graded very high. Oh, just over the course of his career. Mm-hmm. Been two Super Bowls. Mahomes. I don't know if Mahomes has just like come out on fire. He's won every one, so that's true. Difficult to. Yeah. And that was the. He did have the nasty game against the Texans, right? Was the five touchdown five game. Touchdown if that game. was, I believe that was division round. Yeah, that that was division um, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I think it's Mahomes or Rogers. Okay. Lean. Is the chat good? Chat ready? Uh, yeah. Chat is gonna go Mahomes. Okay, it's Aaron Rodgers. There we go. I'm I'm pr- I'm pretty damn okay. sure it's Aaron Rodgers. I would have leaned that way because he had some insane games. The Cowboys games and the. Uh, Falcons games were like mid nineties graded games. Yeah, yeah. So all right, we'll go. We'll go. Rogers. Chat's going. Mahomes. It is Aaron Rodgers. And then the the Rams games. I, I can't think of who they play in nineteen. Boom, baby. Great, great get. Who the hell did they play in nineteen? I'm gonna think. Of uh, so was it eleven? Did you say eleven? Eleven was the, was the when they crazy? lost the Giants. No, ten was the year. Who? Ten. Ten. Ten was an insane. Okay, game. yeah, yeah. Because when I looked, when I was studying up on this, the Top two graded divisional round performances since 2006 are Aaron Rodgers in 2019 and Aaron Rodgers in 2010. Okay, so he has the top two. Who was it in 2019? Well, I can't think of it. I don't know, but it's yeah. it's it's those two, and then the next yeah. two were Brady, Brady. Okay, yeah. so those two guys own the top four playoff performances. Dude, yeah, his game against round. the Falcons was. I mean, that was like as good a game as I've ever seen QB play. That was insane. Well. Not as good to be. I don't know if this is going to be a question, so I don't want to give it away. But um, Quinn, once again, if we get to the point at the end of the show or at the end of the divisional round questions where we have not answered this question, please remind me because I have a divisional round stat that I want to tell people that's absolutely. I got gotcha. you. Bonkers. Will do. You guys Shout ready for the next one? Yeah. Who has the most total pressures in the divisional round since 2006? <clears throat> is it Von Miller, Terrell Suggs, Rob Ninkovich, or Chandler Jones? Oh, just in the divisional round? I know playoffs. Again, these are all cumulative stats. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope nobody had 32 pressures in a single game. I hope. Greg Rousseau might this weekend. <laughs> Let's see. Jones was four years with the pass. He said it, then, not me. Then shipped out, right? Um, Suggs, obviously. Suggs has the most pressures in playoff history. Mm-hmm. Rob Ninkovich has the third most pressures in playoff history. Uh, Miller is either second or fourth on that list. Of, I'm just talking total pressures mm-hmm. in 
I think Miller is second. I think it's Suggs, Miller, Ninkovich, and then I think James Harrison is fourth, actually. And that's all-time playoff pressures. So that's that list. But Listen. divisional round is obviously, like, if you want to just go volume, you can go Suggs, but it, I think it could be any of those three guys. So was Vaughn's first year, was that the Tebow year? Tebow, they beat the the Steelers in the wild card, and then obviously... Um, I have no, I don't even know who they played after that. I think that was. And, and then, so obviously, then they went divisional round probably t- twice under Peyton? Three times under Peyton? Mm. And, yeah, and then he had division around last year, so five games, a little over six pressures a game to get that. That's Suggs has probably lot. had more like six, seven, but like uh, last year against the Bucks, though, did he not go off? I thought was that it? Did he have a monster game? I know he had a monster play, Fawn Miller for the Rams. Uh, I can't remember. I don't I don't really know. I don't I don't I think it's one of those three that I named. I know it's not helping a lot. Well there's only four answers, so Well, I'm eliminating one of them. Quinn. Good guess. Uh, That's how they teach you to take tests in like elementary school. Good job. That's true, yeah, it's more about cross elimination. Yeah. It's not about how smart you are, it's eliminating how dumb you could be. Watch me channel with Jones. It's gonna be channel with Jones now because I just said that. But I think he's played the fewest of them, right? I would, I would, I, I, I would go Vaughn or yeah, Suggs. I, I like, I like Vaughn. Okay, all right, we're gonna get Vaughn Miller. We'll go. Vaughn. Uh, chat is currently tied, so just like vamp for like a second. <sighs> okay. Are oh t- wait, I'm trying to end it. Are they are they tied between mm-hmm. Vaughn and Terrell Suggs? The top. Uh, no, they are going with Ninkovich. Oh. Uh, is it going to be Rob? It is Rob Ninkovich. God damn it. Shit. That was a good. That was well done. He probably Another one where I feel like that's just sheer volume, volume. right? Yeah. You just, you're in the divisional round. I, didn't, I can't remember how many times Ninkovich played. Yeah, it's on I should have thought that one through a little more. All right. Good job, chap. Uh, five to four. Yep, five four. All right. Who is the highest graded defender in the divisional round since 2006? Is it Ed Reed, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, or Jamie Collins Sr.? Mm. I don't know this one. I do. Okay, good. Hmm. Uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta talk it out. All right, I'm still trying to think of who the 2019 I, division round opponent of the Green Bay Packers was, or why I'm blanking. <laughs> That's really like killing me. Our right man now. can't get off of it. Who was it? Our hero can't get off of it. Who was it? 19. They played the 49ers in the <laughs> championship game. Got the doors blown off them. Didn't play the Bucks. Um, Tell you that. Yeah, I know. They didn't make it. Okay. I don't think it was any NFC South, NFC East. That would know because uh, that was. Was it the, the Panthers? No? No, it doesn't sound right. Wasn't Wildcard uh, Saints, Saints? I think Wildcard was Saints Panthers. Okay. And then who else? But then I don't. I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't remember who won that game. I think this. I think Saints did because I think 49ers beat the Saints then. Um, 
than who the Packers okay. play. Yeah, it sounds right. So, so a, a West team, was it the Seahawks? Do you, do you want to know? Yeah, who was it? Seattle. It was Seahawks. Okay, there you go. Hell yeah. Bench. You didn't get it, though. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it was Seahawks. I was like where I was leaning. All right, this one, 93.0, divisional round. Yep. So Bosa's played two divisional rounds now. Bosa. Warner's played Ed two. Reed, Jamie Collins Sr. Uh, Reed, Bosa, Warner, Warner Collins. Warner, Warner, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I know this one. So whenever the chat, it's obvious for the chat. Uh, it's pretty obvious for the chat. Uh, what What did you say, Trev? I I think it's Ed Reed. Uh, chat is also going Ed Reed. Yeah, Edward. I, I think it. I think it is far and away Ed Reed. Best player on the list is Ed Reed. And yeah. it's Ed Reed. It is funny though. We because we have uh, Ed Reed in our system as Edward. Yeah, oh yeah. And I looked at him at number one, and I, I remember going to like coverage, and I'm like, "Who is Edward?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's Ed Reed. <laughs> that's Ed Reed." But it was just funny though. My, my it like that. buddy said, my buddy was with the Jets when Ed was at like the end of his career, and yeah. he said in practice, full padded practice, Ed would show up with no pads and no helmet, and he would just go to the spot. After the after the offense lined up, where he knew the ball was going to go, or where he thought the route concepts were going to go, and he said he was right like most of the time, and just like that was how we practiced at that age. Just built one of the greatest football players that uh, yeah. we've ever seen, no doubt about it. Um, six to five, six to five, six five, six five. Yeah, all right, six five. We got a one. We got a one question lead. Next question. Mm-hmm. This player leads the NFL and missed tackles forced on runs since 2021. Is it Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, or Josh Jacobs? Ooh, good question. Two-year samples. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. I think I know where I'm leaning. Yeah, I've got a, I don't know this one, but I have a what I would call a solid guess. Jay Taylor had a weird year. Super weird year. Obviously, he was an absolute animal last year. Yeah. So that's he's definitely in this conversation. He had a weird. Like he started his career and did not look good, which was a weird. Like it was probably like eight games into his rookie year, where then all of a sudden it was like, okay, Jonathan Taylor's mm-hmm. a dude. Um, People forget there's an adjustment period to the NFL. Yeah. Like there is yeah. often a big time adjustment period. It's either half of your first season or it could be two years yeah. for some guys. Yeah. It takes a while. I think I just look like cheeks again, but uh, off the lines. Whatever. Oh, the um, offensive line is poop. And he was hurt, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, I think, led the league this year. year. So, I mean, even if he was just okay last year, he's in, he's right there. Nick Chubb's obviously Nick Chubb. Dalvin, I don't think. I he, don't know about that. I don't Dalvin. think he broke that many this year, comparatively. I. My solid guess is Nick Chubb. Yeah, I like Nick Chubb. That's my solid guess. Chubb. 60, 65%. Final answer. Chad is also going to Chubb. Okay. It's Josh Jacobs. Oh. Another uh, free agent that. I did did not think that he broke enough tackles last year. Just didn't think he did it. Hmm. Wow. Wasn't he kind of money down the stretch last year, though? Oh, yeah, like going into the playoffs? Yeah, he was. But Nick Chubb's just been unreal for. Yeah, two straight Chubb's years. Chubb. So that was I, I was never not going to guess Nick Chubb. I don't think on that one. So 
All right, six five. How many questions we got left? Uh, we have two questions left. Okay. All right, six five. Two questions left. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. Yes. Who led the NFL in forced incompletions in single coverage this season? Carlton Davis, Martin Emerson Jr., Charvarius Ward, or Darius Williams? Seven. Ooh, thank you for not putting Sauce Gardner on there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we would have gone Sauce. Oh, well, 17, too. Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. Hmm. I know where my head's leaning. Do you have a good feel on this one? I don't. Um, I do not have a good feel for this one. I think I do. Now, uh, it's tough, though. It's tough, though. Carlton's a big single coverage guy. Yeah, and I know Darius Williams was, like, top three in forced incompletions. That was the other thing. Yeah. Um, Traverius Ward, had a, I know he was decently high on our actual on our wins above average mm -hmm. um so i know he had a good year but I don't, I don't know how much single coverage forcing completions goes into that martin emerson definitely had a decent amount of ball production this year that's for sure oh if this is carlton and we don't get some i'm be so mad but uh, i don't remember his name being that high on the list you think darius just because of sheer volume? I was thinking Carlton. You think it's Carlton? Yeah. Okay. Just because of role. Like, it's he's going to get all most of his stuff. He, a lot single. of his stuff is single. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't grade out great, but he still had a ton of ball production. Did he? Yeah. Like, also, maybe because of the topic bar. Also, mm. maybe because of the topic bar. Okay. Let's do it. All right, we're going Carlton Davis. Chat is going Ward. It's Martin Emerson. Oh! Well, that Let's was go. fourth on my list. <laughs> Let's go. We're dormy. Oh, boy. It all comes down to this. There's a little golf term there. Six to five. One question remaining. Barn burner. If the chat gets it right, we go you to a tiebreaker. But if we get it right, it's a dub. You guys ready? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to lock ours in first, and then they can go. Yeah, okay. As a, mo as a point of fairness. Courtesy. All right, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Cowboys and the Chiefs rank first and second in red zone touchdown percentage efficiency this season. Who is third with 68%? Is it Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, or the Bengals? Not the Packers. Good God. I think they were dead last this year. Wait. The Cowboys are on here as an answer. Yeah. <laughs> Cowboys, lock it in. Oh wait, no, they're not. Th they're third. They're first. Well, so. then you got three to pick from. <laughs> Fuck. All right, what do you think? I like A, B, and D. I like them all. They're probably third, fourth, and fifth, honestly. If the Lions were on here, I would have guessed the Lions. Ooh. I'd say not the Bengals simply because of week one. <laughs> they put themselves too far behind the eight ball that week. Uh, yeah, well, we can't take that. No, I don't get it. Um, man, I, I I like the Eagles, right? I think the Eagles is probably where I lean. 
Just because they go for it too. Like, the problem is, Mike, mm -hmm. is that the chat is going to know this answer. You think so? Because it's well, because yes. yeah, it's going to be like, well, no, no, we each have a one third chance. This is the uh, Monty's Monty Hall problem, right? Three choices. We have to pick one. Then it's like the door, one door. Do you pick the second or whatever? It's the Monty Hall problem. I don't know what you're talking about. Someone in the chat knows. Um, it's like the classic probability test, though. It's like there's three doors. Um, do you you pick a door and then they take one door away? Mm -hmm. Do you switch or do you stay with the door you picked in the first? Oh, place? so it's like the deal or no deal thing, where yeah, you get down, of. where you get down to the very end and you can say, oh, you can switch it with yeah. this case, or you can keep your own. Yeah. Always keep your own. Probabilistically, you're supposed to switch. Pride. Um. I'm gonna go. What do you think? Should we still bangles? I can see it being any of the three, man. Eagles or Bengals? One of the two. And I'm going to hate myself when it's the Giants. Let's just go Bengals. Let's go Bengals. Let's okay. All right. We're going to go Bengals. Uh, chat is going Eagles. Oh, fuck. A little bit of an anticlimactic way to lock it up, but it is the Giants. Yes. Oh! <laughs> Woo. A win is a win, <laughs> baby. <laughs> That's like winning on a missed field goal. And you just yeah. let the other team drive all the way down. See, like I, see, I thought the chat was going to know this 100% because this is so easily Googleable. Oh, yeah. Like That's that. all you have to do. Well, now, if, honor. It, right. If, if they want to, you know, mm -hmm. they want to have integrity with it, they can. But I was worried because, you know, sometimes yeah, you, no. sometimes you got to play a little dirty. I trust the chat to not play sometimes dirty. You, sometimes there you, also oh, was uh, some talks that you guys knew what we were talking about before. And every week in the playoffs, we've done it based on, like, what week we're in. So it was pretty obvious these were going to be divisional questions. Like, chat could have done a little research of their own. Uh, wait, so what are they complaining about? They were saying that, that you said that they were going to be division, that you were doing divisional research. That you knew that it was going to be divisional questions. Oh, but yeah, that's kind of been like our thing. Round. Yeah, yeah. We didn't. We didn't have any insight. They, insight they into can what do the same. Were. I mean, yeah. if you get a PFF, if you do, if you exactly. They're always themed. They've been themed questions right. since the. Well, and I also like. I looked up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. To defend my honor here, I looked up a bunch of information on total playoff stats since 06, divisional playoff stats since 06, yeah. um, season stats over the last regular season. Like I. Speaking of which, what's your stat that you're oh, going to wrap okay. off? Okay, so while I was doing research uh, for divisional round stuff, you know, because I looked up divisional round stuff as I was looking up other stuff because this is a divisional round this, this week. In 2007, Tom Brady had an adjusted completion percentage of 100%. He attempted 28 passes, completed 26 of them, and the other two were drops. This man played a full playoff game and had a 100% adjusted completion percentage. That is nuts. Yeah. It's insane. I don't think we've ever had I think that's the only game that's this ever This one. 
Yeah. That's the only one. Insanity. Wild. It's a good game. Had to share that with people. Had to share that with people. Average depth target was 5.1 yards on field. Not to poo-poo it too much, but. <laughs> this is, Tell said, this is some, some pay-to-win stuff. Anybody who uh, anybody who plays video games know that microtransactions and the play to win stuff is unbelievably annoying. So um, okay, I I got to I got a kick out of that because I I complain about that all the time. Whenever I play Warzone, if I get yeah. killed by literally anybody with any gun Who's in paying? any situation, didn't pay enough money. I guess I yep. just didn't I just didn't give Activision or Infinity War enough money. I guess that's just the way that it is. All right, seven wins on the desk. Here we go. Six wins in the chat. We got trivia next week, and it's going to be our last trivia of the year. You guys tie it up. We promise we will have an ultimate tiebreaker to decide it. Ain't nobody tying here for the season title. I already can't wait for that one. Good stuff. Appreciate everybody getting in on the chat. That's a lot of fun for us to do. Hopefully, it's a lot of fun for you guys to do as well. It's a cool way to look at the divisions, to look at what's happened in history. Hopefully, you guys definitely enjoy that. Bring it next week. Bring it next week. We're certainly going to bring it, and we're going to be ready for it. Mike, before we get people out of here, we normally give prop bets or we pick lines, but today mm-hmm. we're doing parlays. So we were asked by our producers to put together a fun little parlay that we thought had a good chance of hitting. Mm-hmm. What's a parlay that you got for this upcoming weekend? I call this parlay, and now while I said I want the Bengals to win, mm-hmm. I call this parlay the Bengals' offensive line falls apart. Mm, okay. And it is the Bills. Very dramatic. Minus 5.5. The under 48.5. Joe Mixon, under 48.5 rushing yards. And then Diggs, anytime TD, gets you plus 979. And that's a pretty likely scenario. If the, again, the Bengals' offensive line falls apart. All right. I got Miles Sanders over 4.5 receiving yards, which is – kind of like a dog returning to its vomit because all I needed was one catch from Trent Irwin last week and all I need is one catch from Miles Sanders this week. Well, Miles is going to play more snaps. It's true. So It's true he is. I got Travis Etienne under two and a half receptions. Yeah. Something you're going to use him as much in the passing game. And they got Devin Singletary under 42 and a half rushing yards. He had 48 last week, but I'm going a little bit under. Different things can happen. James Cook can get the ball a little bit more, a little bit more Josh Allen action, but that one's plus 647. You make a pretty penny on that one. That uh, three-leg parlay right there. Dude, shout out to Judah Fort Gang, who helps us out doing betting stuff. I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter, but Judah had a six-leg parlay this past weekend that he hit for 50 grand. Yeah, $150 to make, plus 34064. He had Dak Prescott over 300 yards, Dak Prescott over 15 and a half rushing yards, Cowboys alternate spread minus five and a half. T.Y. Hilton over 21 yards. Zeke Elliott under 50 yards and Dalton Schultz over 80. The, the Dalton Schultz over 80 yards one was insane. the one that gets me. That one's insane. That one is just the the the, the, the guts that it took. I was going to say, like, on you're already at plus, you know, 1,700 before that Dalton Schultz one. Something crazy. And you're like, you know, let me throw the Dalton Schultz one. <laughs> throw it in. Shout out to Judah, man. Unbelievable bet. Unbelievable uh, way to hit it. Um, Nate's Nate's bet for this weekend, it looks like it's Trevor Lawrence. Six touchdowns and six picks. If you get up the alt lines and hit yeah, all this, that'd be pretty you good. You will profit if that happens. <laughs> um, DZ Dynasty says Chiefs, Giants, Bengals, Cowboys, I'm guessing money line, put $30 on the line, win $1,000. Mm. That's true. We getting that? 
Phillips said Trent Irwin over 25 receiving yards. Lock it in. Phillip, please, 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 please. Trent Irwin's going to have like 12 catches for 220 in this game. Please. And just stuff us. Uh, Meta said Trevor Clyde Christensen retired, which is the Bucks quarterback's coach. Hmm. And Kevin Garver is fired. Hmm. What was going to happen in Tampa Bay? Kyle Rather retired the work of Tom Brady. Heard here first. I want to acknowledge that. <laughs> Quinn, what is the answer to the question of the day before we get out of here? What you got? What was the uh, official Peyton. guess? Peyton. I'll go Big Ben. Okay. Tom Brady has 30 passing touchdowns in the AFC divisional round in his career. Who ranks second with 16? You guys ready? Mm-hmm. It's TJ Yates. No, I'm just kidding. It's Dan Marino. Oh, Dan. Did I bring You got to go back a little bit. Wow. I'm looking up how many divisional round games Peyton played. Paul. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. He played eleven divisional round games and didn't have sixteen tuds. What were you doing, Peyton? (laughs) Oh my God. Well, that was always like the knock on Peyton, right? Yeah. Just yeah. Can't wait. Can't throw touchdowns in the divisional round. That's what everybody. That's that's what everybody said about him. Wow. And that's true. That is pretty crazy. It is true. Did anybody get Dan Marino right as a guest? Do we have a chat champ? Is that is that anybody? Uh, I mean, it looks like Ryan Nelson got it correct, but I picked with this prior. Okay. So uh, give him chat chance to Nate Pitts. Hey, had, Nate. had some zingers. He the, he had the one at the beginning where you read off the uh, wearing car gears wild right. student hipster licensed forklift driver. No one knows. Nate's always. Nate's I'm always actually a coal miner. That's where I'm headed after this. Yeah, I'm going we, to my second job in the coal mines. Of course. So. Are you gonna? Are you, does the Costco sweater stay on? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll put on a jean jacket. I, I even got like camouflage pants on. I feel like that kind of. Wow. The, where? This is dripper skip. Just putting this your bare is just legs laundry out there like day, that. man. I'm. Uh, this is no. This is I'm dripper skip. My guys out here dripping and skipping on laundry day. Come on. Come on. Wait a second. Zach said. Trenner went all receiving yards, 80 yards. We got to get out of here before I absolutely <laughs> lose my mind. Appreciate everybody getting in on trivia, having some fun with us there. That was a good time. Uh, always is. Make sure you tune in tomorrow because we're going to be previewing everything that we see from the divisional round. We're going to go through all the matchups, the player performances, everything that we're looking for. Send you out on the weekend uh, with a bang. I'm Trevor Sigma. That is Mike Renner. For everybody in the production portal, thank you guys so much for watching. It's just football. We'll see you one more time, same time tomorrow at 11 a.m. See you guys then. It's not about politics, it's about football. This is a simple game. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to pass the ball. He's just going to play football, really. How good of a football player are you? I just get in and try to spin it. That's all. I just love the game. It really is the best time of the year.